You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to this week in your daily Star Trek news. Today is Saturday, December 11th, 2021. Coming up on the show today, Nichelle Nichols gets a special award at LA Comic Con. William Shatner is getting a documentary, which is a surprise to no one. There's a new Star Trek video game coming to consoles next year, and Paramount Plus continues to expand. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now, if you are listening to me on the podcast today, don't forget, I would love to have you over on YouTube for our live stream. Uh, today's a little different. We did it at 4 p.m., but normally we're on Saturdays at 2 p.m. on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Daily Star Trek news. Uh, I cover the news, we'll do a little bit of Star Trek show and tell, and we'll be covering the results of today's poll, which I will come on to in a second. Uh, now, for all of you, don't forget that everything that we talk about on the show today is over at dailystartreknews.com as well. We've got links to all of the original sources, uh, extra photos, extra videos. Uh, we've got Tease Trek Trivia Tuesday coming back a little bit. We've got some history and events listings. It's all over there. Um, you should uh, definitely go and check it out. Now, uh, I did say about this week's poll, uh, it, <laughs> as per usual, I like to connect it a little bit to some current events. Um, this week, it's the news that Paramount Plus is getting a dedicated Star Trek channel, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, I would like to know from you guys uh, which Star Trek series, not TNG, because that's already got its own channel over on Pluto TV, uh, which Star Trek series would you most like to see have its own dedicated channel, either on Pluto TV or Paramount Plus or both? Uh, now, your choices are, <laughs> this one's a bit of a trap, sorry, Deep Space Nine, uh, Star Trek Discovery, uh, the animated series, or TOS. So your four choices for a dedicated Star Trek channel are DS9, Discovery, uh, TOS, uh, uh, sorry, TAS, and uh, TOS. So uh, choose wisely. Um, I've got this poll running over on Twitter as well. That'll go overnight. And at the end of the show today, we'll compare the two. I'm curious to see uh, what social media says versus what the folks here in the live stream say. Uh, so yeah, that's the poll. Um, like I said, we'll get onto that at the end of the show. Uh, but now, let's go ahead and get into the news. So, first story this week is all about Nichelle Nichols. Um, she was actually meant to have her last convention appearance last year, and since then we've had several events come up that were going to be her last convention appearance. Uh, but we think this is it now. Uh, LA Comic Con, which was last weekend, was her sort of final hurrah, and uh, they had some events planned with her family and friends, uh, and uh, she was also awarded uh, a special medal. Um, so they had a ceremony, and among other people who were there uh, were, her, like I said, her family, also, um, Captain Michael Burnham, Sonequa Martin-Green, um, uh, sent in a video uh, in which she talked about uh, meeting Nichelle Nichols at a convention, and she said, I remember the great ball of nervousness that was in my stomach as I was approaching her at the Discovery premiere, but she whispered to me in my ear so delicately, she said, take care, it's yours now. And I melted, and I needed that, I needed that blessing. She made me feel welcome, she made me feel justified, and she made me feel empowered. 
so what about that uh, NASA award that she was given? So this was during a farewell panel on Sunday. Uh, astronaut appearance specialist Denise Young uh, gave uh, Nichelle Nichols uh, the NASA's Exceptional Public Achievement Medal uh, for her 40 years of activism uh, in diversifying uh, NASA's ranks. Uh, you can find out more about that actually in the really excellent documentary, Woman in Motion, which I believe is on Amazon. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's a really excellent documentary and it talks all about Nichelle Nichols' efforts uh, working with NASA to recruit um, a more diverse cohort of astronauts. It's really fascinating. Um, so her son, Kyle Johnson, said after the event, a life well-lived is reward enough every day, and my mother certainly had a life well-lived in many respects. This is an exceptional recognition, and I'm proud of her for all that she's done and the value and the meaning of her work. Uh, so that story came to us via people.com. There's a lot bigger tribute over there in that article. It goes into more depth into all of her achievements over the years. Uh, but well done to Nichelle Nichols. Congratulations to her. And uh, uh, sad to say farewell from a convention uh, perspective. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's been wonderful to experience her uh, as we have so far. So well done to her. So speaking of another original series, um, big name star, a few weeks ago, we told you about William Shatner going to uh, space or <laughs> mostly space, near space. Uh, but he did that with um, uh, Jeff Bo Bezos's company, Blue Origin. And now uh, in a move surprising no one at all, <laughs> there is a one hour documentary coming to Amazon Prime Video all about his experiences. Uh, so Shatner himself actually announced the documentary at a convention in Brazil. Um, that, that video is, uh, he, he said about it, this special documenting my journey gives a dramatic view of that experience. And my hope is that it inspires the world to see we must go to space to save earth. Now, um, if you did not watch any of the footage of him going um, on that sort of that space hop, I guess, uh, with Blue Origin, uh, we do have a story on that on the DailyStarTrekNews.com website, and uh, I'll leave a link down below for you to go and check it out. Um, whatever you think about William Shatner, uh, his experience going on that flight and experiencing um, weightlessness and uh, being able to see the earth from that vantage point, it very clearly had an effect on him. Uh, the speech, speech conversation that he had with Jeff Bezos after they touched back down again, it was very clear that not only did it have a profound effect on him, uh, he believes that other people should share in that experience too. So uh, if, if you're interested, if you want to go and see that and <laughs> see how the quintessential television spaceman reacted to actually being in space, uh, then check that out. That's landing this week, this coming week on Amazon Prime Video in the United States, Canada, UK, Australia, and New Zealand, and other places it will arrive uh, early next year. Right. Right, so quickly some news that didn't quite make it into the news this week, but I definitely wanted to tell you about because it's a pretty big deal in the gaming world, was that at the Game Awards, uh, which was the other day, 
Um, the days are blending together, forgive me, but the point is they announced a new Star Trek video game and it's coming to consoles early next year. So uh, the game is called Star Trek Resurgence. There is currently a trailer that you can watch online at StarTrek.com and we'll bring you more details of it on the website um, uh, early next week. Here is the blurb that was on StarTrek.com about what uh, Star Trek Resurgence is going to be all about. They said... Star Trek Resurgence is an interactive, narrative video game that tells an original story set in the era shortly after the events of Star Trek The Next Generation. Stationed aboard the USS Resolute, players will assume the role of two principal characters, First Officer Jera Rydak and engineering crew person Carter Diaz, as they unravel a sinister mystery involving two alien civilizations on the brink of war. Now, I can tell you from having seen the trailer, it's a just so Star Trek. <laughs> Everything about it is uh, exactly what you would expect to see of Star Trek. Uh, and from what I've seen, I haven't played it, obviously, uh, it's very different from something like Star Trek Online, which is an MMORPG, uh, but it is um, what fans have actually been clamoring for for a while, because we haven't seen a, a game like this. Uh, it, it's been a while. Uh, anyway, look out for that. And of course, more details we'll have on dailystartreknews.com next week. Uh, and uh, just a reminder, this is uh, for consoles. It looks like, uh, looks like it's going to be consoles and um, Epic Game Store on PC. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll get you all of the details later. Uh, and that's due to come out in spring of next year. Which is kind of rude, by the way. <laughs> allow me a moment it's rude to announce something like that right before Christmas because I got a little excited <laughs> but it's uh it's a it's a next year thing as is uh this next piece of news which is that there's a new Star Trek cookbook officially licensed cookbook coming out uh also, it too is not coming out until next year, which is kind of annoying because it would be a wonderful, wonderful Christmas present. Uh, now, this, uh, there have been other Star Trek cookbooks before, um, but this one is um, noticeable because it's uh, officially licensed and it is written by New York Times bestselling author Chelsea Monroe Cassell, uh, who has written um, other franchise-themed cookbooks like for Game of Thrones, Star Wars, and Firefly. So uh, this is a woman who's got a little bit of experience in this particular realm. Uh, so the publisher says of the book... It promises to be a visual feast along with complete guides on favorite foods from across Star Trek, adapted for easy use in 21st century kitchens, so um, no food replicator needed. Um, this book is also to feature brand new, easy to follow recipes and advice. Uh, so if you are in the market for a Star Trek cookbook, go, you can go check that out on Amazon. I don't think it's even ready Excuse me, I don't think it's even ready for pre-order yet, but you can bookmark it. Um, and yeah, that should be very exciting. That's coming out uh, next summer. Now, speaking of uh, product review type things, because tis the season and all of that, uh, if you are not a regular person on our YouTube channel, I do want to point out that I have two new product reviews up on the website. Uh, and you still, because it's December 11th, uh, you do still have time um, to... Uh, Purchase those for friends and family if you're at all interested. Um, both of those items come from cufflinks.com, who I've worked with before. Uh, they sent me um, 
some men's dress socks to review. And also there is a really nice uh, tie and cufflinks and tie bar gift set. Uh, cufflinks.com, of course, is known for having cufflinks, uh, but also their ties are really nice. Uh, and if you were thinking about getting something like that for a loved one, um, I've got some nice close-ups and you can check it out. Those are all on the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. There's a whole, um, there's a whole playlist for merchandise. You can check those out there. Uh, let me know what you think. And if you happen to purchase one and you happen to have a happily happy family member af after receiving one, please let me know. I would love to hear about that. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is where I get to be a nerd. So, um, I think by now, if you've listened to this show at all, you know that one of the things that gets me the most excited about uh, Star Trek and the whole, just the whole Star Trek thing, the franchise, fandom, everything, is actually the business side of how they run the Star Trek franchise and in particular Viacom CBS and Paramount Plus and all of that. Um, and we have two really interesting stories coming out of Paramount Plus this week that um, just, well, they just get my, get my brain juices flowing. I don't know how else to say it. And yes, I fully, I, I fully accept the fact that I am a, a very specific niche kind of nerd within a fandom that is already pretty nerdy. <laughs> anyway, uh, big piece of news First, which you will be able to see straight away right now, is that Paramount Plus has added live channels. So, okay. <laughs> okay, what, what do I mean by live channels? If you go into Paramount Plus right now, you can. there's a live section and it's got different kinds of channels. So it's not only got the, you know, live television, live CBS, but it also has uh, a selection of themed channels uh, and also dedicated channels. So there's some channels in there that are dedicated for sports. So if you are into, I mean, I've been talking to you about Paramount Plus and like the UEFA Champions League and things like that. If you are into football, uh, soccer in particular, there's lots for you there. Other sports also have their own channels so you can watch that 24 hours a day. There are themed channels like Crime and Justice where they've, <laughs> they've curated and programmed those channels so that you, I mean, this is like old, wow, I'm showing my age. It's like old school television. Back in the day, you put it on and it's there, you know. Um, but of course, the one that you're excited about probably is that there is a dedicated Star Trek channel. It's just Star Trek. And it's not, unlike Pluto TV, it is not just Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, I was looking at it earlier and it was Star Trek Enterprise. Um, I, I don't believe these are in order. I believe they're curated. Um, I haven't watched it enough to know that, but... Uh, you can check it out. It's live right now on Paramount+. Plus. And what's very, very interesting is that it is uh, ad-free. Um, so, okay, I'm going to come back to that in just a second. I want, to, I want to read you a quote from Tom Ryan, who is the president CEO of Viacom CBS Streaming. And for those of you uh, who don't remember, Tom Ryan came, he was the uh, uh, founder of Pluto TV uh, and kind of got absorbed into the Viacom, <laughs> the Viacom system when they purchased Pluto TV. He has now risen 
in the ranks very quickly in Viacom CBS, which is kind of a notable thing because he's like the new kid. I mean, he's not the new kid. Tom Ryan, if you're watching, don't be insulted. Um, but, you know, it, it marked when he was elevated quickly through Viacom CBS, that marks their focus on streaming and new media. Anyway, here's what he said about the new live channel service. He says, even in the era of on-demand, there is clearly a strong consumer appetite for reimagined linear channels that provide effortless, lean-back entertainment. Inspired and informed by the winning Pluto TV model pioneered and popularized, or the other way around, uh, these highly curated channels underscore the power of our unified streaming organization and serve as a product differentiator in the subscription video on demand space by offering subscribers yet another way to experience and discover programming on Paramount Plus. So let's talk about pricing. Um, pricing is currently, it's just bundled with Paramount Plus. So unlike Pluto TV, which is entirely ad supported, live channels on Paramount Plus are not ad supported. They are just bundled in and they don't have ads on either. The premium service, duh, we know that, also doesn't have ads on the $4.99 service, which is what they call Paramount Plus Essential. Now, please allow me to get a little off topic. <laughs> Here's why this excites me. And I believe last week we talked, because two weeks ago I talked about Discovery and Netflix, right? And then last week I talked about how I'd kind of left Pluto TV out of that whole landscape because I'd forgotten about it, basically. Ever since Viacom bought Pluto TV, I was thinking, this is wonderful. We have the potential eventually to have a unified streaming service globally uh, that offers everything from a free entry price point up to a uh, premium service that's paid. And so far that hasn't happened. What we have now is Pluto TV, which is entirely free and ad supported. And we have Paramount Plus, which is only paid. It's $4.99 ad supported or $9.99 premium. The addition to live of live channels to Paramount Plus to me, and this is only my opinion, signals a step towards a unified system. So live streaming or pre-programmed streaming is slightly different from on-demand, right? Because there's no user interaction. So now where CBS All Access and then Paramount Plus was exclusively on-demand, that piece of software now has the ability to deliver streamed content, and it did not before, which is great because if it works out, that means that eventually they could do completely streamed content in there, a la Pluto TV. They just have to work out the content delivery and the advertisement delivery. But that's like logistics. That's logistics and contracts and content and blah, blah, blah. The infrastructure now is the important thing that's there. And that really excites me because the possibilities are endless. And uh, so what I'm looking forward to, and this is, by the way, my own opinion <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything anyone's announced, is that I'm hoping that one day they will merge Pluto TV or rebrand Pluto TV so you have an entry price point that is ad-supported, um, with live, live streaming only, 
Your mid price point, which is currently the Essential Paramount Plus, uh, will have on demand with ad support, but no ad support uh, on the streaming channel. So you kind of get a blend of premium and non-premium. And then you have, of course, the top tier, which is uh, your no advertisements on anything. Because what they've proven, ViacomCBS, is that you can both have a streaming service that's ad-supported, Pluto TV, and a streaming service that is not ad-supported, a la Paramount Plus Live Channels. So you can deliver what could be the same content, both ad-supported and not. Uh, so that's where I hope they're heading, because right now the branding's a little confusing. And of course, you know, there was all that confusion of discovery going international, but Pluto TV is already established in a lot more countries than Paramount Plus is. If they can work, if they can rebrand it and make it part of the same service, they're getting one step closer to that full global coverage that I keep talking about that will happen eventually, it's just when. Anyway, I apologize. I go a little bit nerdy, but all this stuff is super, super exciting to me. And I'll bring it back to Star Trek, because Star Trek is a flagship franchise for Viacom CBS. They talk about it in every earnings call. It is every time anything major happens in terms of their streaming service, which, by the way, is one of their major, major strategic pillars of their entire company. Star Trek is always included at the top of that, right? And... For ViacomCBS to be making strides to ensure the longevity of their streaming service means that Star Trek also gets to stay. The math is simple. And, you know, not everybody likes everything they're doing with Star Trek right now, but the point is that they're doing a lot of it. And this is exactly the point that I talked about like five years ago. I cannot wait until there is Star Trek on television that I don't like. We've hit that point, which is a different, different show for a different day, but that's okay, you know? The point is that there's still Star Trek on television, not everybody has to like it, and yet they're still making new content, they're making new shows, and they're continuing to develop the film and television franchise, even though, you know, not everybody has to like it. This is great news. This is great news for all Star Trek fans everywhere, uh, because it means you keep getting... TOS, you keep getting new packaged versions of DVDs, you keep getting uh, new products like socks and ties, and you keep having conventions and you keep having all that stuff. So say what you want about the current series, say what you want about the Paramount Plus service, um, but all of these things are moving in the right direction and that's very exciting for me as a Star Trek fan. I get really excited about this stuff. So I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> um, I'd be curious to hear if any of you watch this. Um, so I actually really like Pluto TV uh, because especially like if you're working on something and I'm of an age where I used to just put on Star Trek in the background. That's how I watched TNG was I watched it over and over again. Pluto TV is great for that because you don't you don't have to choose what you're going to watch. You just turn it on and you watch it. That is now available on Paramount+. Plus. I mean, it was always available on Pluto because that's free. I would encourage you to try it out if you haven't done that yet. Um, some of you young whippersnappers <laughs> might, might not get the nostalgic pang, but for those of us of a certain age, you definitely, definitely will, and I can't recommend it enough. Anyway, I'm going to stop now. 
because I just got like I just I hit I hit that moment where I went too nerdy and got um, just got embarrassed a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been there. Anyway, okay, so that's that's live that's Paramount Plus live channels in my little rant there, but that is not all of the Paramount Plus news this week. The other big piece of news is that Paramount Plus is expanding to South Korea in 2022. And, um, you know, okay, who cares? I don't live in South Korea, but it's not just Paramount Plus expanding into South Korea. It's also South Korea expanding into Paramount Plus. What do I mean by that? Uh, so this was an announcement of a strategic partnership between Viacom CBS and the media company CJENM, which is a South Korea-based uh, media company. And it's not a it's not a one-way agreement. Paramount Plus is going to leverage their existing delivery services to get Paramount Plus into the South Korean market. They also are going to use the current content from CJENM to bring onto the Paramount Plus platform in other countries. So here's just a smattering of the things that they're going to do with this partnership. Uh, so the first one I already talked about, Paramount Plus is going to be bundled in with their TV-ing, TV-ing streaming service. Paramount Television Studios and CJENM slash Studio Dragon are going to co-develop and co-produce English language scripted series based on their existing titles. So they're um, bringing South Korean titles. They're doing uh, English adaptations. They're also co-developing and co-financing movies for both theatrical and streaming. They're going to co-finance new Korean series um, for global distribution on Paramount+. Plus. So these are Korean series that are going to come on the Paramount Plus network globally. Um, and they're also going to license uh, existing Korean language series from their library and distribute that on Paramount+. Plus. Um, and they're also on Pluto TV, they're going to announce or they're going to launch a dedicated, this one might actually be out, no, December 14th. Pluto TV is launching a dedicated CJ E&M branded channel um, starting, like I said, December 14th, which has Korean content for U.S. audiences. It's not clear right now whether that's uh, international or whether it's just U.S. But um, that is hugely, hugely exciting for me. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm a Paramount Plus nerd. Uh, I really see the future of media being global. And um, particularly right now, uh, I'm going to use Squid Game as an example. Sorry. Um, Korean, um, Korean television is having a huge moment right now. I mean, it's not just Korean television. It's K-pop as well. Uh, but for Viacom CBS to enter into a strategic partnership that allows them to bring South Korean content directly to audiences globally is kind of a big deal right now. They're capitalizing on what is a current, like, big cultural movement. So, again, goes back to what I said before. These are moves that make the whole thing uh, stronger and more robust. And um, personally, I'm looking forward to it because I love a bit of K-drama. So... Uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, I, I'm going to stop talking about um, Paramount Plus and Viacom CBS, but uh, I will say that if you haven't signed up for Paramount Plus yet, um, you should because it's a good service. I know that there are niggly little issues that people don't like, 
but uh, it is poised to become a really great global contender in streaming services going forward. So there's that. Right. That's it. That's the big news this week, <laughs> including all the dorky business news that I love. Now, just before I get into uh, this week's show and tell and this week's poll results, I do just want to remind you that everything we do here is funded by uh, people like you through Patreon. Uh, you can go and check us out at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. You can support the show and the website and the newsletter from just a dollar a month. And we have a, a yearly discount, so it works out to be about $10 a year. So uh, it's really easy. Go to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And we'd really appreciate your support. Now, don't forget, there is a poll running in the chat. What was the poll? The poll was, because we were just talking about this, which Star Trek series, not TNG, but which Star Trek series would you most like to, would you most like to see turned into a dedicated channel on either Pluto TV or Paramount Plus? Uh, go and check that out. It's in the chat right now or over on uh, Twitter as well at, at Daily Trek News. Okay, so... Show and tell. So I, I had socks on the mind and I wanted to show you these, um, these socks uh, because I was thinking about them earlier this week. I don't know if you can still get them. <laughs> and anyway, they don't compete with the ones I reviewed earlier this week because these ones are definitely novelty socks. All right. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay. They're Spocks. <laughs> They are, um, these are uh, blue, uh, blue Star Trek socks with a nice little uh, Delta, uh, Delta shield with the science logo on them <laughs> and, and Spock's face on the front and ears. They have ears. <laughs> yes, they're difficult to wear with most things. But look. <laughs> I love them so much. Um, if you go and watch the video I just did about the, uh, this, the the Delta Shield men's dress socks, I just did that the other day. If you go and watch that, I talk repeatedly about the fact that I love novelty socks. And I am not kidding. These were given to me as a gift a few years back, um, and I adore them. Um, that's why they're still in such good shape, because I don't wear them that often, because they're great. But anyway, that's my Star Trek show and tell for today is Spocks. Anyway, uh, let's see. Um, I'm curious, actually, if you guys have any um, Star Trek novelty socks. I have a couple. I should have brought, like, my whole Star Trek novelty sock collection. That would have been good. So I now have the dress socks, uh, the Spocks, of course. I have, um, I have some little, like... Um, ankle length, you know, I have the full like set of the ankle length ones that are uh, red, gold, and blue. Uh, I've got some Starfleet Academy ones. They're great. Um, if you have any uh, novelty Star Trek socks, please let me know. Um, I think what's annoying is you can't really like cosplay Star Trek socks because I'm pretty certain they're bl uh, black. So I just had a thought, do they still wear socks? You know, part of the reason we wear socks, right, is I guess they're like underpants for your feet. But like, what if you what if they have like the best engineered shoes ever? Anyway, 
that's enough. Uh, okay, so really quick before we get into the poll, um, right, I do just want to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close the poll in just a few minutes. Uh, and in the meantime, I'm going to say hello to some folks in the chat. So um, there's some names in here that I don't, that I haven't seen before. Um, Grace, hi, Lana, hello. <laughs> I haven't seen Lana in very in, in, a number of years. Um, it's nice to see you here in the chat. Um, let's see, I can see Anne in there. Again, if you haven't watched my interview with Anne, please go and uh, watch that, it was really interesting. Um, Just Rosie, hello. If anybody, uh, if I've missed anybody else that's not a regular, please uh, shout out and say hello. Uh, by the way, for those of you that won, um, the, won the pins, I just got them in the mail today. So they said they're only gonna take a few days, so hopefully they should get there this week. This week ended up being a little bit of an insane week because of you know work and holidays, and I was editing those videos, plus, uh, plus it was the PTA bake sale. <laughs> So I did a lot of uh, baking. Anyway, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and close the poll here. And, and while that's like doing its thing while I finish up, I'm gonna pop over to Twitter and see what the results are of the Twitter poll. So. <laughs> okay, so what's really interesting here is that I, I, I knew the results of the poll before I even like published them. Um, I knew the DS9 was gonna come out on top because I know what Niners are like and I know the Niners cannot possibly get enough Star Trek Deep Space Nine content ever. So I knew. Um, so spoiler alert, DS9 is way out in front on both of these polls and that's cool, that's fine. Let's find out how big the difference is though. So on Twitter currently, and remember the, this one runs through all night, it runs through tomorrow. So if you haven't voted in that one yet, you can pop over there too. Currently leading with 68.2% of the vote is Deep Space Nine. Uh, tied for third place with 13.6% of the vote each is uh, the original series and the animated series. And in sadly last place with a mere 4.5% of the vote is Discovery. Now, I stuck that one in there because I think it's probably a little too short for a dedicated channel. Maybe you could split it with the animated series. I don't know. But let's see. Let's see what we've got. <laughs> I can tell that some of you in the chat are Niners. Uh, right, so in the chat today, which Star Trek series should get a dedicated Pluto TV or Paramount Plus channel next? It's actually even a bigger spread than the Twitter one, which kind of is amazing. Uh, let's see, Deep Space Nine is currently in the lead with 82% of the vote. Uh, and then it's a three-way tie for, what's that, fourth place? It's a three-way tie between uh, Discovery, the original series, and the animated series. Uh, <laughs> I guess it wasn't much of a contest. So yeah, that's that's all I've got for today. Um, I hope that everybody uh, is having a wonderful weekend. Um, I personally am heading off to do some Christmas shopping and uh, 
try and relax heading into LA tomorrow. Um, and yeah, okay. You don't care about my weekend. <laughs> we'll be back with the news on the website on Monday. All right, so yeah, that's it for uh, this week in Daily Star Trek News. Uh, thanks you for listening. As always, we'll try to be back at the normal time of 2 p.m. next week, hopefully. Uh, if you are listening to this on the podcast, uh, please remember you should come and join us on YouTube. It's a tremendous amount of fun in the chat. Um, that's at youtube.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News, and that's on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Now remember, you can find all of this week's stories, including the ones that I've covered on the show and uh, and other ones as well, on dailystartreknews.com. We've got links to all of the original sources, we've got more photos, more videos, and then we've got extras like our weekly events listing, uh, tease Trek Trivia Tuesdays coming back, and also our Star Trek history as well. Um, if you are still missing that uh, that daily fix from the old daily show, sorry. Uh, but if you are missing that daily fix, then please sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. We will bring the news to you in your inbox every weekday morning. Um, and, and that should help you get through the week. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, this show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and all of the stories that I talked through today are written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. Uh, this show was supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now, I will be back next week with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. Uh, but until then, I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.